Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio, the one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. All right, well, welcome once again. We are still here at the B2BMX Marketing Exchange taking place in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I am sitting next to Jennifer Anaya. How are you, Jennifer? I'm doing great. Thanks, David. Well, we are meeting ourselves for the first time. Uh, I was doing the keynote yesterday, and Jennifer just told me that she was in the keynote in the back of the room, and now we're up close and personal. Can I tell you a personal story about my first experience with Ingram Micro? I'd love to hear it, yes. So I was a young boy. It was uh, in, oh, I guess about 1990, and I was uh, working for a company called Fairlawn, and named after the Fairlawn Islands off of San Francisco. And Fairlawn was the inventor of networking over telephone wire. And I had just made a switch from working for Microsoft for several years um, over to Fairlawn. And they said, hey, one of the accounts that you're going to be responsible for is Ingram Micro. And I'm like, well, who are they? And they said, well, they're one of the largest distributors in the world. And I'm like, well, that sounds like a lot of responsibility. I'm excited. And so I went into your office down in... um, I almost said Santa Clara, Santa but Anna. Santa Ana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot yep. of Santas. Yep. Down in Santa Ana, and I went in there, and I sat down, and I don't remember her name, but it was one of the greatest first meetings that I've ever had with someone because she understood that I knew nothing about Ingram Micro and took me on a tour and explained how the business works. And I'm sure the business, and let's get into it, has evolved a ton, but it was so fascinating to me that, like, we had these retail stores that would sell all of our Macintosh at that time products where apples were sold. And we didn't actually drop ship to those stores, of course. You guys did. And so we would sell our products to Ingram Micro. And part of my responsibility was making sure that all the reps and all the, the folks there understood what our product line was and what it did. And I would go in there for trainings. And they were the ones that facilitated all of that uh, going to the stores. And it was so early on in my career that it was great because I got the chance to understand channel partners and to really understand that when you go to market, you don't have to go it alone. And so, uh, catch me up. It's it's many decades later. What's Ingram Mike do up to these days? By the way, um, for a proper introduction, just to let you know that Jennifer is the Vice President of Marketing at Ingram Micro. So, big responsibility for all of Ingram Micro's marketing. So, tell me about Ingram's business these days. But I thought you'd appreciate that that was early on in my career, a great learning for me about going to market through a channel partner. Yeah, I, I could absolutely appreciate that. And those were the good days back in the 90s in tech when it was just booming and growing. And I would say that, you know, now we're experiencing some great days as well because what you just described with uh, your story and the Apple products being drop shipped into the retail stores has obviously changed quite a lot. Um, just because we're not just selling, all of us in technology, not just selling products, we're selling cloud solutions, we're selling software subscriptions, products along with that. So what's really changed with Ingram Micro is We've transitioned from being a distributor of of things to being more of a business partner for the technology industry. So for example, we're doing doing a ton of financing and financing has actually become a really uh, impactful way to sell technology because a lot of companies today are challenged with digital transformation and first, what does that even mean? But second, how am I going to afford to change out all of my systems, all of my software, digitize everything, 
create a great customer experience, all those things that companies are, are you know, challenged with and struggling with. And financing obviously can help with that in terms of just how cash flow is being managed. And so Ingram plays a big role as a bank, and we're doing all kinds of financing with our partner base, the channel partners, along with those end users to help just take that, that uh, barrier away from getting those great digital tools out to those companies. We're also filling in gaps with channel partners because they have a hard time keeping up with all of you know, the skills and capabilities that are needed because technology is changing so quickly. So we're plugging people in as them um, to be able to help them move through those gaps and hire on people and get the talent and the capabilities they need, or to choose to just outsource and work with us on that, um, you know, ongoing. So we play a role there. Marketing would be another really key role that's different. So when you worked with us, the marketing that we would do would be from your company to those channel partners. And now what we've done is we've transcended, obviously we're doing a lot of that. We've got 40,000 partners in the U.S., about 200,000 globally wow. that we connect with on a pretty regular transactional basis. So we're helping those partners to market down through into those in-businesses because the decision makers for technology has changed almost holistically. It's no longer an IT person or a retail buyer in your case. It's now uh, a line of business leader like myself, like a head of marketing and, and all the folks that are here are making decisions on technology or folks in sales, you know, that are really needed to transform and digitize the sales experience. Um, all the MarTech that's come on board. I mean, there's lots and lots of ways that technology is being used now and yeah. it's not just technology, IT um, directors or CIOs that are buying it. Um, I have a question for you and I don't know if you have the answer, but one of the things that I always um, appreciated about Ingram Micro was the flow of products and technology moving through you as a major distributor. Are you guys keeping pulse of what people are buying and licensing and seeing the trends, uh, you know, because you have that bird's eye view as to what's moving through the channel, almost like, you know, major supermarkets know what people are eating and consuming. So do you look at that data and see where the world is in transforming and investing in technology? Absolutely. Um, we established, we have an incredible business intelligence team that was established probably about eight years ago, nine years ago. And um, if you could imagine all the you know, millions of transactions going through Ingram, what we've done is found ways to append that data, the transactional piece we know with who those businesses are, what they're about, where they're doing business, so that we can help our channel partners um, better understand how to engage with them and to break into new markets and also help our, uh, we call them vendor partners, but our software providers or manufacturers better target um, you know, who they need to be uh, taking their new technology and solutions to. So absolutely data is key. Wow, that's great. Yeah. The uh, shows like this, what, what brings you out of the office to come to a show like this and what are you, what are you hoping to, to learn or take away? First, just to meet great people. You know, it's, there's nothing better than a room full of marketers. There's a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, I learn, you know, I'm always interested in learning more and understanding what's out there and what we could be taking advantage of and getting new ideas because, um, you know, sometimes we have a tendency to sort of stay in our four walls and um, it's, it's really good to get out and understand what's going on. Yeah. 
validating in terms of challenges people are having yeah. and um, knowing that, hey, you're not alone in some yeah. of those challenges. So it's all Je- good. Jennifer's smiling because those of you listening in that were not here, when I kicked off the keynote yesterday, I asked everybody to introduce themselves to someone and knowing that that would be the typical, hi, nice to meet you and no substance to really the, the communication. And then I asked, as you know, to share something that everyone's struggling with, with, with someone, a stranger. And the reason for doing that is not only a great icebreaker, but we're all struggling. Like, I don't mean in the world's crashing down. I mean, like, our jobs are hard. I can't even imagine what it's like to be the vice president of marketing for Ingram Micro and the just complete sense of responsibility that you have not only around the brand and the go-to-market and the partners and technology and all the people that you manage. It's, it's daunting. And yet we're all here together and, you know, we all put our pants on the same way. We all have the same sets of challenges. And so to your point, coming to a conference like this and having really intimate conversations and talking about how we're addressing those challenges and opportunities is great. Yeah. I thought you did a a really smart thing with that. And David Meerman Scott talked about it today in his keynote about proximity Mm -hmm. and really relating down into the audience. And the room was absolutely jam-packed for anybody who was in there. It was standing room only. Um, but it felt really intimate at that moment that everybody was talking and I felt bad breaking that. it up. So, yeah, I did. Yeah, it, I, it was. I was, you know, good on you to do that. I don't know how you did it, but it <laughs> you was. Did. It was tough to bring a room of a thousand people back to their <laughs> their seats, <coughs> and then of course I realized that I chewed up about five to seven minutes and, and <coughs> excuse me, compressed the rest of my talk. But um, it was great to see so much energy, so much caring. Uh, and, and it's one of the reasons that I do the podcast and I appreciate you coming over is, look, we all have a lot of insights. We all have a lot of lessons of success and a lot of lessons of, of failure. Um, let's grab one of yours. Uh, oh, we hear the little bells. The sessions yeah. are going to start. We'll get Jennifer on our way in a minute. <laughs> Last question for you is, as a leader, um, I was just talking with uh, Dave who was here at the show and he was talking about goals and objectives. Um, how do you establish goals for, you know, in your role as VP of marketing over a large team, how do you cascade the goals and initiatives down throughout the organization so that everybody's rowing in the same direction? Yeah, it's a great question. And it's tough, it's not easy. I'd say, you know, first we really look at our customers and say, what do we need to be doing for them? What is it that, as you know, a company, we could be doing to help them uh, be more successful, grow their businesses in ways they want to, and then looking at our team, what is it that we need to do to support the whole company you know, in doing that? Um, so we start there. And then we also look at you know, what are some priorities that we need to focus on just given all the changes that are happening in marketing. Marketing is digitizing just as much as the entire business. Really is. So there's a lot of investments that you know, we, need to, we need to make to make sure that we're up to speed and providing that service that we need to provide and using data in a much more thoughtful way. So when you looked at all those things, there were really kind of three things that um, came up that seemed to resonate, not just with our leadership team, but also with um, our marketing team. And getting that team to talk about what those things are and being involved in helping us form those goals, I think is really key. If you sort of start at the top and you form some goals and they might sound great and they might even have cool visuals to go along with them, and you're not involving the team in that process, um, it's tougher for them to understand what their role is in those goals and where they fit. That's so great that you share that. I wish you were, you know, flying a wall 
when Dave was just here talking about it because that was something that we talked about, which is don't go develop those goals in a vacuum yeah. and then try to cascade them down. <clears throat> develop your goals together mm-hmm. and un- so that they understand the why and, and you know, feel a part of, of that. Yeah. And we, I mean, you mentioned challenges. I mean, Ingram now is a $50 billion company. Amazing. So that we hit that in 2018. But we run on a sub 2% operating income which is mind-blowing. That, so. That's raised <laughs> smaller than, I think, McDonald's margins. Yes. Those are some small margins. It's small margins. Wow, you have to run really smart. Yeah, wow. so we don't have a big budget in marketing. We have to be, uh, you know, very resourceful mm-hmm. and smart about, you know, and focused on what it is we're doing and who we're doing that work for um, and creative. So we have a team that really thinks differently in some ways. Um, We've also opened up, because we know a ton about what our partners do and what those manufacturers, software, cloud, all the, all the folks do, is take our Ingram hat off and act as an agency mm-hmm. on, on their behalf. Because they don't have to explain their business to us. We can start at go right. you know, and get dig in and get some really good work done for them. So we've done a lot of branding. We've helped take their global brand message and make it more of a channel message so that those channel partners can relate to what they're trying to do from a branding standpoint and, and really act help activate their brand and bring their brand to life as kind of a, a sales force out there, a force multiplier of that particular company's brand. So those are the ways that we've you know, been creative about how we can go outside and think of our skills and our talents in new ways and also help the industry. It's great. So innovative. Such a, sounds like such a different company, of course, than, than when I first experienced Ingram Micro. Um, of late, I don't know if you know, I, I think I mentioned, because uh, you oversee the entire marketing org, my team has been working with your group for the past year, really helping on the go-to-market, just getting the campaigns out the door and helping with technology to make uh, the use and adoption of Eloqua easier for you guys. So it's been fun for us to, to do that. And I'll ask them about the projects that they're working on and they'll tell me. And that curiosity comes from from my past. Yeah, anything that makes uh, the jobs easier is, is good. So yeah. thank you for that help. Well, thank you coming over to our little studio here at B2B. MX. I'll let you get back to the yes. conference, and I'm sure I'll see you later tonight. We'll continue the conversation. All right. Thanks, David. All right. Thank you. Appreciate thank, it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing.